What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Real Estate Podcast, episode 243. I'm here with Griffin. I'm here with Trev. We're off camera throwing shit at Adam to look like these little motherfuckers got some strength. I always get excited <laughs> to see what you're going to say. Uh, yeah, for real, Rob. Speaking of that, though, I mean, like, their fucking basic attack is, like, throw everything that they yeah. can that's within fucking reach. Yeah. Dude, when your gremlin when your gremlin levels up, why bother learning another move? Yeah, that's true, man. This is a classic, guys. Classic, dude. Yeah, right. Pokemon. I mean, gremlins. Yeah. Fucking um, Gizmo, so goddamn cute. I know, right? I think a Gizmo. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you all this: so you can't I mean, get it wet. What does it drink? Urine. And if it doesn't drink know. anything, then how the fuck does it live? You know? Um, it feeds off the darkness. It, <laughs> it doesn't sweat. It just recycles. It, it doesn't, it's got like a built-in it doesn't have a sweat suit land. from Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it has it a fucking... Every time you see a, a gremlin or a, a gizmo, he's like, his mouth is wet and his nose is wet. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, doesn't that count as water? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Some kind of moisture. Well, and like at one point, like Gizmo gets hurt and he goes in the bathroom and puts like peroxide or something on him, and I'm like, a bandage water. <laughs> yeah, it's like where, where where does it end here? Like, yeah. how much water contents does it need to like H two O before it's like all right, we're we fixing. Why gerrymander the water usage? It's like with great power comes great responsibility. Oh, wrong quote. Yeah, right. <laughs> but that's pretty much it, though. Yeah, right? I mean, and I love—I've always loved this about the movie, where it's like—and I mean, you can't get a, get away with this today. But you go into some Chinatown fucking yeah. basement he's store, like, What's up, China and man. You just, yeah, like, and you just—yeah, he's like, I make shit. Here's my card. Yeah, but he just finds like some creature that nobody knows anything yeah. about it except for the shop owner. It's so like, it's so nineteen twenties. Yeah, you know what it's, I mean. It's like it's the widest thing that could happen. Mm-hmm. White like, privilege, man. No, not, it, it transcends our our Caucasian skin, gentlemen. This is like like concentrated whiteness, where it's like, oh, here's this thing we don't know. Like, it, it's a whole other species of animal I've never seen. Guess I'll take it home yeah. and give it to my kid. Yeah, like he's pretty nice. Yeah, and he paid two hundred bucks for this motherfucker, by the way. Yeah, in nineteen eighty four money, that's probably like a thousand dollars now. You know, (laughs) right? Um, but I love one thing I always enjoyed about this movie is how like the government doesn't get involved. Yeah, at all. (laughs) Like at all. In like modern or in most well, like eighties films, e. the government, yeah, exactly. Man. Like the government's gonna be there and get involved, and in this one, it's like, nah, dude, like it's gonna fuck we'll the town it. up. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, right. Well, well, if you think about it, that, that's I mean, it keeps on par with the eighties. If it ain't aliens, we ain't fucking with it. Yeah, right. All you have to You're do right. though is wait for the sun to come out. I mean, imagine that one little badass kid, straight up Macaulay Culkin style. Like, he's been killing gremlins for fucking years. 
Yeah, they just keep reproducing. He just ninja rolls in, pulls the curtains down, and they're all like, eh. fucking just, you know. One of my favorite scenes is the bar scene. Yeah, right. They're drinking. Yeah. Oh, they're playing cards, and then the he, the one, the he leader. Pistol out. Yeah, he's got his little girlfriend gremlin, you know? Yeah. And she's like, rah, rah, what, and he shoots the other one. Wouldn't it have been, honestly, it, it it's a missed opportunity now. Wouldn't it have been great in Men in Black if the gremlins were the roaches? Oh, my God. Or it when they go fucking... inside the place, you see them over there in the corner. It's like, that's the gremlins. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you, see stri- I mean, you see Stripe over there, like like being lewd as shit yeah. to some other alien that walks by, like he's fucking doing the masturbation hand motion to well, it or dude, some in the, shit. In know? the bar scene, the one like tried to flash her. Yeah, he had a yeah. hat, a trench coat, and a cigarette in his mouth. And he opened his coat, <laughs> and was like, sunglasses. Ah, yeah, one guy. That's what I meant. They're like, it's normal to see adults smoking. But the things yeah. that you're going to sell as toys having cigarettes? Whoa. I know, right? Yeah. Uh, I did read Viat's uh, wiki, man, that uh, it was PG when it was released in theaters, but like a, like one or two weeks afterwards, because of the criticisms and stuff like that, they went in and, and rebranded it PG-13. Yeah. Spielberg was like, we're not fucking with the movie, but y'all can change the fucking rating if you want. I mean, to be, like, considered a kid's movie, right? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, It's got dude. some dark-ass shit in it, though. Yeah. People like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And those, like, there's no mercy in the fucking household when that mom kills, like, eight of them. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, single-handedly doesn't give a fuck, dude. And I'm sitting here, every time I watch this, I'm like, how are we allowed to watch this as kids? A different time, man. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like there'd be like seven disclaimers. There'd be a fucking disclaimer for every like gremlin killed in this film. It would be like, you know, viewer discretion is advised. But it's all right to kill them because they're little shitheads. Yeah, they're little. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they're little fucking assholes running around. The only one you don't want to kill is uh, Gizmo. Yeah, yeah, Gizmo did nothing wrong. And I like how Gizmo knows the rules. Yeah. He's like, Gizmo, you want <laughs> when he tried chicken? to give him the chicken, like, he was like, mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. 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 Get the fuck out with that shit. I'd take a little Gizmo, like, dude. Sit around and watch TV well, with him. Yeah. Well, now, you, now that you think about it, when Pete spills the paint thing on it and it, and it has the first litter, uh, it kind of has that look on its face like, yeah. not again. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah, this is definitely not the first time this has happened. Yeah. I do like where the where the film is taking place, like, you know, some Midwest nowhere town. You know what I mean? Everybody knows everybody, you know. Yeah. Just don't need having a good time. To take off your shoes. Come on in, you know? Yeah. You got the fucking crazy bitch that runs the town. They're like, please, it's Christmas. And, like, my husband got laid off. And she's like, you know what? Me and the bank have in coming. We both like money. Yeah. <laughs> it's like <laughs> the stereotypical fucking. <laughs> Crazy <laughs> rich lady. Yeah, yeah. Cats. Dude, She's I like, had I'm no idea fucking... they had those uh, things for the steps. I didn't know they had those yeah. in '84. No, I didn't know. Like, but hey, oh, dude, do you guys remember the Gremlins' blood? It was green. Yeah, yeah. 
Only only when they change. Yeah. Yeah, like when it's the grim one, because his was like almost pink looking. Yeah, yeah. I wonder what happens if you drink it. So remember when the kid goes <laughs> to see the doctor and he takes He's got gizmo, and they put a drop of water on him. It makes another one. He's like, all right, leave them here, and I'll run tests on them. So we yeah. see the kid leave without gizmo. Yeah. But when he gets home, gizmo's there. I and guess he put him in the backpack. He, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it is, you know. Yeah. I mean, in reality, though, if you walked in your kitchen and saw a gremlin fucking off, you'd be a little nervous, though. Yeah. I'd grab a baseball bat and beat it to death. <laughs> immediately yeah i mean it's it's a movie where you i feel like gremlins low-key is like like if you think about the beginning of the movie one of the first people you meet is someone that hates pets yeah and this movie has all these gremlins dying in horrendous fucking ways like yeah i mean you know you, you can't see where i'm I'm, I'm putting yeah. down. I got you. I got you. Cause she says some fucked up shit to that boy too. She's like, "I might put it in the dryer on high." Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, high. like, dude, when she put the gremlin in the microwave, I'm like, yeah, let's not teach kids how to do that. Yeah, right. Like, how many cats ended up in a microwave? Cause yeah, like how many how many animals? Huh? How many an- how many animals got killed because of gremlins? Yeah. <laughs> it says that the set that they used was the same set that they used for Back to the Future. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, Stripe and Gizmo were the same character originally. Uh, Spielberg came in and he's like, uh-uh. Fuck no, nah, dude. Yeah, that we was, gotta we're have good. That's better to do it. We're that good way. and we're evil. Yeah. yeah. We don't want to kill Gizmo. Mugway. <laughs> He'd be talking. When they were leaving, he was like, Papa. Yeah. He wants to yeah. talk to you. You can understand yeah. him. All you have to do is listen. It's like, yeah. thanks, you wise Asian man. <laughs> One of your so, eyes is fucked up, by the way. Yeah. Where's that? Where'd you get that long ass pipe at, too? Oh, like how? <laughs> oh, he's like, oh, you mean this dragon's breath? <laughs> yeah. uh, like, uh, like the fucking shot of the the gremlin head burning in the fire. Yeah, shit, the one that melts at the end. Yeah, that shit was awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's um. It's such a classic, man. Like I've seen this movie so many times, yeah. Um, and it never gets old. I could sit down and put it back on right now and watch it again. Yeah, you know? it's a fun little movie. Yeah, and it's just like the little personalities that the fucking grim ones have. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Like that, like you said, that bar scene. You know, and them just fucking raising hell, dude. They're, they're like, getting drunk. There's three of them that are singing like fisherman songs. Yeah, <laughs> fisherman, fisherman's wife. It's just like, who the fuck came up with this? You know what I mean? Like, we're gonna have a scene where it's gonna be in the bar, and the only human character that's gonna be there is the girl. Yeah, why were they and not trying to kill say, her? 
Yeah, exactly. She just like they giving were, them she drinks. Was serving and them shit. drinks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Getting them drunk. Giving them cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. That's such a funny I mean, scene, they, man. Yeah. And them trying to get that fucking projector to work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just, you know. He said it though. He's like, "There's fucking gremlins in the motor," you know. Yeah, the, the these old foreign cars. Yeah, yeah. whenever he put yeah. the TV on, should have bought a just a Ford TV. Yeah, <laughs> as soon as the like, channel comes back, they're speaking like French or something. He's like foreign, you know. It's like, yeah, that's about right. You know, there was a guy yeah, in that town yeah. that was like that. <laughs> I'm all, I, one thing about this movie too that I've always appreciated because you like. Knowing a little bit how these movies were made, uh, knowing that like they, that every gremlin that got a close up, oh yeah, there was a there was like was a massive like you know what I mean like it was it fit the camera you know, like whenever uh, whenever Feldman was trying to get the one to blink and it looks like oh yeah I know I'm cute I get it like (laughs) the, the facial expressions, such a a great film is this like one of the i mean i don't know for sure but i mean spielberg started producing a, a shitload you know yeah is this possibly you know an his entrance into that i don't know i feel like it's definitely one of the first i mean it feels like it is to me i'm gonna go to mr spielberg's uh, IMDb and and just go to his production. Oh my God, I don't know how to spell. And go to what he's produced here, and just to kind of get an idea. All right, here we go. Oh, guess what is uh has been announced? By the way, what Gremlins three? Yeah, we had saw something about that a while back. Well, they were talking about making another Gremlins. Yeah. So, and it says here the movie was originally set to be a fresh reboot. Once Carl Ellsworth was added as a writer, it was decided that it would be made as a sequel to the original. So they're going to disregard the second one. Yeah. Yeah. Zach Galligan said that the movie is in the vein of Star Wars Episode 7 The Force Awakens and might not ignore Gremlins 2. Uh, the Gremlins should be puppets to appear more real. That's what uh, Chris Columbus and Carl Ellsworth quoted. Although Spielberg is known for using CGI to smooth out the characters as needed. Um, that's, I mean, dude. It, look, all right, I'm just going to ask you guys, like, you, what are what's your feelings on Gremlins 2? Man, it's one of those where I'll always remember the first one more. Yeah, I I loved, absolutely loved Gremlins two. I can't remember the last like, time I watched it. So, I mean, I like, of course, don't get me wrong, I I like Gremlins. I love the original Gremlins. I've seen it so much, but like, to me, to me personally, they're on the same level. Because, like, that bar scene that happens in the original Gremlins, yeah, that's all Gremlins 2 is. Yeah, it's over the top. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, they, they found that's what everybody likes, so they just kind of leaned into that. I mean, yeah, and it was you know less of a of a horror type film and more of just a straight comedy. Yeah, and maybe that's why I gravitated to, towards it more or just as much, you know, when I was a kid. Um, I don't know. I want to revisit it. I think we we deserve a real state revisit, even though we haven't like watched it watched it for the podcast yeah yeah but you know like that picture yeah Yeah, dude yeah exactly yeah he's doing an interview he's got a microphone clipped on his fucking yeah dude i think we owe it to ourselves to put that in rotation because i mean when's the last time you guys watched gremlins 2 like it's it's been been a long time probably 20 years you know, yeah, I think I've seen I, the first one since I've seen the la- the second one. Right, yeah. But he's produced a lot. Like when you look at his produ- I mean, he did ET, Vulture yeah. Guys, Twilight Zone, Gremlins, you know, Goonies, yeah. Back to you, the Future, like used cars. I want to hold your hand, Slipstream. So the first one that he produced was a short in 1959 called The Last Gun. I think these were some of the little shorts he made when he was young. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like him um, and his buddies. Yeah. So it looks like the first one that's not a short here is I Want to Hold Your Hand, which was 1978, then Used Cars was 80, um, Continental Divide, and then E.T., Poltergeist, Twilight Zone, Gremlins. Fandango, The Goonies, Back to the Future, Young Sherlock Holmes, Color Purple. I mean, uh, an American tale. It just, yeah, I you mean, know, Steven like, Spielberg was the 80s. Yeah, legitimately. Yeah. Joe versus the volcano. Wow. Cape Fear. I, he's uncredited, but he was an executive producer for the remake of Cape Fear. Which is a great remake, by the way, you know? So, um, I mean, it always warms my heart to see, you know, Steven Spielberg producing. It it warms my heart just as much to see that he's putting something out. But, you know, he's he did fucking uh, West Side Story, right? Yeah, the new one. Okay, so... I heard some uh, shinfo about that today at a uh, at a family Christmas event, right? So, you know, like part of the movie is in, you know, Italian or or like uh, one? Spanish. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like West Side Story is always, you know, it's the like part part of the story is someone that doesn't. There's a group of people that don't speak English in it, yeah. right? But I heard that they decided to not subtitle that because they don't want to assume. This is what I heard. They don't want to assume that everybody that's watching the movie doesn't speak that language. Okay. And it's like, yeah, but like, this was the point that I made. Have you seen Parasite? (laughs) You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? That whole movie is in Korean and they like have subtitles for it because why would you assume that everybody knows how to speak Korean? Well, you know, sometimes you'll be watching a movie where they do that, and it's like the only time it's okay is like when someone says something, and then someone turns around and repeats it so somebody knows what they said. 
when yeah, he said this. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay. So it must be a small... Right? I mean, it, it can't be. be a large portion of the movie. I mean, I heard it was like a third of the movie. Well, then what the fuck am I going to... How am I going to know what they're saying? <laughs> exactly. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, We're I'm sitting here to reading have... the article. It doesn't have oh, Spanish subtitles. That's real. And did they say, like, the percentage of the film? It doesn't... Uh, that's going to be... See. Let's see, the director didn't want to give English the power over Spanish within the but, movie, determined not to repeat the mistakes of the past. How is, uh, if you don't know how to speak, like, dude, do you think people in Germany that speak German know how to speak Spanish? No. Do you think that people from fucking China that speak Chinese or whatever whatever language that they speak knows how to speak Spanish. I mean, it's not going to release in China, but you don't, but you get my point. That are like, see it. Yeah. But, and they're going to be like, what the fuck is going on? That doesn't make any fucking sense. I love Spielberg, but what the fuck? Anyway. Well, he says right here, this is what it says. So if I subtitled the Spanish, I'd simply be doubling down on the English and giving English the power over the Spanish. What? That's what he What does that mean? How do you give a language power? I'm leaving this alone. I don't have anything to say. I'm just confused. I'm sorry. Like, you know, excuse me for my ignorance, but like, if I'm not, if I haven't learned Spanish yet, what are the odds of me learning Spanish? For I'm not West learning it to watch a fucking movie. Yeah, I know, I mean, right? Sorry. So, yeah. But anyway, Gremlins. Um, I don't know, man. I love it. I hope they make Gremlins three. I would love to pick the cast up. Like, that's why I hope that they keep Gremlins 2 in the loop, because it would be nice to, like, pick up with Billy and, you know, the rest of the, you know, know, whoever that they can get that's still alive. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just see, like, you know, because, of course, like, and I, I can already write it for you right here. Billy, the chick, they have a kid. You know, the kid's, like, 10, you know, whatever. Gizmo's getting old. He's starting to turn gray, you know? And he's like, oh, you know, we don't know what the lifespan for the Mogwai are, but we can get, you know, Billy Jr. here, a uh, another Mo- All we got to do is get him wet. And then fucking hijinks ensue. You know what I mean? Like, that's the story. That's, it's that simple, you know? Yeah. So... I loved it, man. I'm giving it a fucking full star. It's happening. And I do think we should fucking visit Gremlins too. Just for my own personal satisfaction of watching Gremlins. Yeah, it is the bad. It's bigger and better, dude. Here they grow again. That's the tagline. It's it's almost like a fucking super like a superhero movie too. Because, you know, they all get crazy. Some of the Gremlins get crazy powers and shit. Yeah. I don't know, man. I love it. 
I like it. I love it. Mm-hmm. I give it. I mean, I give it a star, dude. Gremlins is a classic, too. Yeah. Yeah. You can't go wrong with it, you know? And it's real, like, it takes place during Christmas and everything, but you can legit throw this film on at any time and sit back and enjoy the hell out of it, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Joe Dante has directed a bunch of good shit too yeah that's a real 80s filmmaker yeah right Uh, i gotta back out i gotta back out for a few minutes guys i'll be back shortly all right man all right man fucking uh chris columbus right the guy that wrote rumors you know so when you look at his shit Mm mm-hmm you're like, what? So he wrote Gremlins. He wrote the screenplay for The Goonies. Yep. He wrote uh, the screenplay for Young Sherlock Holmes. He wrote uh, Heartbreak Hotel, Gremlins 2, then Nine Months. What? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, Madam Doubtfire, which is a TV movie from the movie Miss Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. Christmas with the Cranks. Mm. The Christmas Chronicles Part 2. And then he's got announced here The Goonies 2 and Gremlins 3. Yeah. That's what he's written. And then let's see what he's directed here. Heartbreak Hotel, Home Alone. Uh, Only the Lonely, Home Alone 2. Missed Outfire, Nine Months, Stepmom, Bicentennial Man. Okay. Yeah. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone okay. and Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Whoa. Uh, Rent, I Love You, Beth Cooper, Percy Jackson and the Olympians. Mm. Um, Pixels. Uh-huh. The Christmas Chronicles Part 2. He's stayed busy. Yeah, legit. His first directing outing was Adventures in Babysitting, 1987. He did fucking Home Alone. I mean, I was about to say that I would imagine that's his biggest. Yeah. You know, Home Alone being like. You can what, tell, well, though, like in the writing mm-hmm. of the way, like, you know, because like Home Alone is just, you know, shenanigans yeah. and. Yeah. When you start looking at all these old movies and seeing who's connected to all of them, it's like, oh, they all were fucking working on the same movies together. Like, yeah, they just kind of floated around and did whatever they did, you know? So. It's it's a, it's a great movie, man. And I really do hope that they get the third. Because, like, right now is the time. You know, when they're picking up films and continuing yeah. them years later. Yeah, like, do that thing, you know, like these other movies we watched where, you know, 40 years later. Yeah. This happens. Yeah. It's time. Yeah. Legit, man. Great film. Great, great film. Um, all right. Dexter. Mm-hmm. Mm. I don't need Jim. I need Dexter Morgan. Yeah. Um what I thought's funny is the guy that wrote the story Dexter. Based yeah. on books. His yeah. name is Jeff Lindsay. James. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff Lindsay. Yeah. I thought it was kind of funny awesome. that Yeah. They, 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 they did a little, you know. 
If you know, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Dexter shows up, and he straight crime scenes the shit out of this fucking yeah, cave, dude. Find her. Yeah. Can I touch the body? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, what are you going to do, that. man? He's like, okay, um, pulls her tooth, and he's doing? like, there's some skin in there. Looks like it maybe. Yeah. And then, of course, the guy's like, I like how they show us him doing it. Yeah. Like picking her up, all this stuff, but really it was the dad. So now we get the runaway thing. Like he's reliving yeah. the way he felt yeah. when the girl ran away and he shot in the back. Yeah. Um, I kind of wish that they, which he may be lying, you know what I mean? But I do kind of wish that they would have kept the uh, father, you know, he's a fucking victim of this fucking abusive family. You yeah. know what I mean? I kind of wish that they would have kept that a little bit of a mystery because like they did kind of the same thing with Trinity to an extent. Yeah. But I don't remember them going as in depth with that. Yeah. And that was, and we got our cameo finally. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. And that was it. It was just him being like, Hey little boy, you know, he looks the fucking same. Yeah. Like he's looked the same since 19 fucking whenever fucking third rock. From yeah. The he's sun looked was the up. same since third rock. Yeah, like Kramer he's the fucking aged. vampire. Yeah, but like, what the fuck, man? Um, but yeah, we've we we get a little bit of a backstory and everything here, which it could just be his story, and he's just saying that it was his dad. You know what I mean? Well, that's what it was. That was him. Yeah, but like, he picked the girl up, but he was saying that his you know his, his dad, dad was did it because their DNA was on the yeah. Yeah, but when they show it, they show it's him because you know yeah, this was. I mean, he's young, you know, when this girl, yeah. you know, so like his dad yeah. wouldn't have been that young then, right? But what I'm saying is, like, what if he did that to his son, the one that Dexter killed, as opposed to it happened? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Instead of it being like he he was the one that was like, you know, but any I don't know. Um, but they arrest. They made the arrest. They don't have enough evidence. He's I'll like, don't worry. I'll be, I'll be back, you know? And then now him and Dexter are like at a fucking crossroads here. Yeah. Dexter's like, I guess I'm going to have to hurt her. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm going to have to hurt him. I'm going to have to kill him for Harrison. Um, so we did see towards the, the climax of the episode here that, um, Kurt's got his eyes on the fucking podcaster. Yeah. High, you know, high profile target. He wants that bitch dead as fuck. Yeah. So, I mean, and th- he also knows that Dexter killed his son mm-hmm. or at least burned the body up. Yeah. Cause he I don't know. looked in the yeah. incinerator and found the screw. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. So he may try to go for a little eye for an eye there then. Yeah. Like, oh, you killed my boy. Yeah. And, I mean, now he's got to tell Harrison, right? You would think. Like, he doesn't have, he doesn't have any choice, in my opinion, because, like, Harrison's going to keep going to work there. Yeah. Like, he's already proved that it doesn't matter if he's in jail or not. He's still going to have people that's going to get to him, you know? Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. 
we've only got what three episodes left four episodes something like that so uh you know we'll we'll see what happens but it's it's pretty fucking nutty man yeah it's been good so far Mm -hmm. and i'm excited to see like i mean dexter's gonna fucking take him out he's got to He's going to put him on the slab, you know? Yeah. Answer for your so, crimes. Yeah. What did you do to Answer for them? Look at them. Yeah. And he's got all those wanted posters hanging up in there. Yeah. Where does he get the time to print all this shit off? <laughs> Weekend. And it's like, he's all, he's man about town. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that was the thing about the original series was it was always him versus his job versus yeah, the him, world. you know him being a serial killer yeah and it, you know him and his job like his job always conflicted with everything that was going on in his life for the most part you know mm-hmm. I, I like in this small town he's just like i think i'm gonna take the next three weeks off <laughs> and fucking dude's just like sure you know whatever whatever you say man yeah i mean i gotta assume that because he hasn't been to work since episode two Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Since he sold the gun so, to Matt. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. So um I have a feeling that he's gonna try to out him, that Kurt's gonna try to out Dexter. Mm-hmm. Uh and then that's when Dexter's gonna be like, Oh baby. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think like that, baby? Yeah. Um and then they're going to have to, like, you know, he's going to put him on the slab. The dude. situation's coming to a head. Yeah. I'd love to. What if they have a fist fight, like, in the front yard, like, in Lethal Weapon? Yeah. Well, he told him <laughs> when he broke that kid's arm and he came over there and he was like, get off of him. You know? Yeah. Kurt, back off at Kurt. He was like, you want to go? Yeah. I was yeah. like, are they going to fight right, right now? Like, dude, that would have been a. That would have been they a. They start wrestling. Not, well, yeah, then it they, cuts they to them both the... put. They got the suit on. Dexter's yeah, wearing exactly. the headgear. He's like, <laughs> Harrison's like, you got to sweep his legs, and he's like, I know how to do this. <laughs> you know, I've been training my whole life for this moment. You know, he's bigger than I'm me. Fuck him up. The, the bigger they are, the I'm harder they fall. fall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to make him fall on my on my slab. <laughs> I have currently enjoy wanting, you know. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy our version of Dexter way more. He's fun. <laughs> yeah, he is very fun. Oh, but yeah, it's good. <clears throat> I don't think it's going to be. Uh, it's it's not going to be an easy fight this time. You know, Trinity was kind of a. I mean. He he fucked everything up, but you know when it came to like Dexter getting him on the table, you know, mm-hmm. he he took care of the situ- situation, you know. Yeah, but things are different now. Yeah, Harrison's we got to think about Harrison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What if Harrison's the one that? What if he kills both of them? He's like, well, I like, couldn't wait to get both that's of you the on thing my here. He risk. If he doesn't sit Harrison down and have a talk, then he risks, like, I don't know, Harrison trying to kill him. Or, like, he's got to let the kid know what's going on. The kid's smart. He's been through some shit. Yeah. He'll get it. 
Yeah, he will. He may already like, know. Yeah. We don't know what she told him. Yeah, exactly, right? He's like 15, but he's got the fucking life skills of a 30-year-old, oh, yeah. you know? He's out banging the police chief's daughter. He's overdosing. He's been doing a fuckload since he showed up. I mean, dude. he's mad about town now. Yeah, he is. Stopped a school Most shooter. Broke yeah. A, joined the wrestling team. Broke a kid's arm. And then the other kids yeah. are like, you better watch your fucking back, man. So then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then his... I, I I wonder like when it'll be like when we're sitting there and like Harrison's looking at them. He's like, "You ever watch your fucking back?" Then you just hear Harrison's voice in his head, like, "What they don't know is I could kill all fucking three of them put together." Like, <laughs> he's got his own little his own little inner nobody does it better than Dexter. Though. Voice, yeah, yeah. That's like my favorite part of Dexter. Yeah, it is. Mm. But it's been nice, man. Getting it the has. Yeah. You know, uh, I saw that. I watched that interview of the night where he was like, I think he was on The View, Michael Chaw. And yeah. he said, um, you know, we owed it to the fans to bring it back because the way that it ended, we left it off. It kind of like people weren't happy with it. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons they did it because it was like, okay, it's been enough time now. He's like, we had to wait for the kid to grow up. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I was like, is it the same kid? It's not. No, no, yeah. right. I was like, I went and looked it up. I was like, did he play Harrison in the original? He did. How crazy would that be, though? Yeah. But like, for the kid to grow up. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that fucking creepy ass Dexter laugh. He's sitting oh. there talking to them. Then it cuts like, should take that clip, man, of him talking to them. And then one of the scenes, like, where they're talking, do that shit, like, they're all talking. You just zoom in on his face. And take one of the inner monologues from the show. <laughs> and he's like, what they don't know is I want to hurt them right now. I want to kill everyone at this table, especially Whoopi Goldberg. You should, somebody needs to do that with every Michael Chaw interview. Like anytime he gets quiet, <laughs> yeah. he's just sitting there. You do that slow pan where it starts zooming in on his face. Yeah. And everyone talking around him kind of gets that muscle like it, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah. I can't hear him. And then his monologue kicks in. What they don't know is I was two hours late here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, what? They thought I brought donuts for everyone, but really they were for me. <laughs> everyone got one. Man, it makes me want to kill somebody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what about Hawkeye? Yeah, man. New shit's come to light. Yeah. So uh, Black Widow's sister has been hired by the mother to kill Hawkeye. Yeah. And visit the Empire State Building. Yeah. <laughs> and the mother is in bed with the fucking baddest dude in New York City, dude. Yeah. Motherfucking Kingpin, you know? He's working with Kingpin. I mean, Kingpin's going to straight fuck on Hawkeye. What'll be crazy, man, is like, if the daughter finds out, well, now she knows. Yeah, she knows. She loves Hawkeye so much. That's always been her hero that it's not going to go over well. Yeah. Between her and her mother. Mm -hmm. 
And that's why no. our mother was like, you need to stay out of all of this. You need to stay out of this. Yeah, because her daughter could die on accident. Yeah. So, I don't know. But so far, like, the show's been great. I like how they use these little Disney shows to introduce all this shit. Like, yeah, right. Awesome. And, like, you know, bringing in fucking uh, Black Widow's sister. Yep. Like, that that's genius introducing echo introducing the new hawkeye yeah now i picture you know, uh black widow's sister what's her name is it Nat- it's not natasha that was black widow what's her name i can't ever remember her name uh, i don't i know her real name yeah. <laughs> 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 i do too. uh so her we got her i think i mean at some point her hawkeye echo kate they're yeah. teaming up for sure. Now, yeah. I see Hawkeye leaving. Yeah. Like this may be the last time we see him, you know. Yeah. Because he's For getting old and he's got a family now, yeah. but that's what it's looking like. We're building up a yeah. little Avenger group here. What if fucking what if fucking D D shows up? Who? Daredevil? Yeah. I mean, I don't think he's in the the MCU. I mean, allegedly, what if he shows up? <laughs> It'd be crazy if he showed up at anything. I mean, I know, right? I haven't seen him in anything yet, but I mean, he is a hell of a lot. He might be one hell of a lawyer, though. Yeah, I mean, that's what I heard anyway. So you know. That would be cool. Well, I I mean, from what they said, man, I, we read that article a month or so ago when they were like, look, we're doing Daredevil, but it's going to be a show called Echo. It's You know, we talked about this last time. It's based on Kingpin's like adoptive yeah. daughter, father figure to her. And he's supposed to show up in that. Yeah. And so, that's going to be happening. Hopefully right around soon. the corner. Yeah. Yeah. It would make so. sense. I mean, dude. I mean, you can't have Kingpin without Daredevil, right? I mean, why would yeah. you? Now they, exactly. I, I picture them doing this though, like when that season starts, you know, building up to it. You know, yeah. Daredevil ain't gonna be in the first episode. He might show up at the end of it, but somebody might need a good lawyer. Yeah, they get in legal trouble. Speaking of good lawyer, I did see a news article that. He was going to have a bigger role in She-Hulk because in the promotional stuff for She-Hulk, it does it does show Charlie Cox. Mm-hmm. So whether we've seen him in the MCU or not, he has kind of pretty much been confirmed for She-Hulk, you know? Yeah. Um, but I don't think it'll be Daredevil. I think it'll be Matt Murdock. Yeah. You know? And uh, someone said that Matt Burdock is going to have a pretty substantial role in that series. So I'm okay with it, you know? But I like how they're ushering all of the, you know, all the heroes out. Yeah. And then replacing them, you know? They've done a really good job at doing that, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. 
we'll see how She-Hulk does for the Hulk, and then, of course, how Thor Love and Thunder, if yeah. they decide to replace Thor, you know? So, we'll see. But, um, you want to do some uh, movie news here? <clears throat> Hell yeah. It says here that Bruce Campbell is down to voice Ash in an Evil Dead animated series. Knew he'd be playing him again. Yeah. Perhaps we haven't seen the last of Ash Williams just yet, played by Bruce Campbell in the classic Sam Raimi horror flick Evil Dead and its two sequels. Campbell more recently reprised his role as Ash in the Stars TV series Ash vs. Evil Dead. After that show ended, the B-movie legend announced his retirement from the role, declaring Ash has left the building. Campbell has uh, clearly has love for Ash and the Evil Dead franchise, and his decision to step away from playing the character is actually pretty solid. The actor has explained how his body just can't keep up with the physical demands of playing the horror hero. By the end of the last season of Ash vs. Evil Dead, he was pretty firm in his decision that he didn't want to have to go through it again now that he is in his 60s. I'm done playing Ash, so that determines a lot of where we go with the franchise without that character. But there are more stories, um, whatever the cliched phrase is, I left it all on the table, he recently told Clotter. I've got nothing else to give. The three seasons of Ash vs. Evil Dead were the longest seasons of my life. If you saw the emails pleading with various directors that were like, hey, my knee's not working right. Mm-hmm. Be careful about tomorrow. Let's have the stunt guy nearby. Hey, I can't run anymore. It's just an endless, it was just an endless physical struggle. Yeah. Feeling that Ash got a rather satisfying ending to his story, Campbell also felt that there was no real need to continue in the role. He added, I feel like we really pushed all the buttons and he fulfilled his destiny written in that ancient book. He was the guy destined to defeat evil in the past, present, and future, and he took off with a hot robot chick at the end to go kick in the future. What else do you need? Say goodbye to Ash. Saying goodbye to Ash is still hard to do for big Evil Dead fans, despite Campbell's retirement from the role. Many had still been hoping he'd come back for a cameo in the upcoming movie, Evil Dead Rise. Campbell confirmed he won't be doing that, insisting that he will never physically go to battle with the Deadites again. The good news is that Ash's story just might continue someday, even if it's not in live action. Speaking with OK Magazine, Campbell has confirmed that he's still happy to voice Ash Williams in a potential animated series adaptation. This will let Campbell be able to deliver all of the characters' grooviest one-liners from the comfort of a recording booth. No fake blood necessary. As he bluntly told uh, the magazine, I can do the voice. Um, <clears throat> those following Bruce Campbell closely might not be too surprised. He has lent his voice to Ash in the video game Dead by Daylight and will also voice Ash in the Evil Dead The Game. Still, while video games are fun, they don't continue the story of Ash and the Ghost Beaters, and many fans are hoping to see what comes next with an animated follow-up to Ash vs. Evil Dead. Time will tell if that will happen. Thank you. Uh, um, what's his name here? Jeremy Dick. Jeremy Dick. Yeah, that's the guy. See the Arthur. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Like that last article you read was him talking about he just can't. You know, it's hard on his body. I mean, trying to do all that shit. So him 
being able to do and i mean that's that's what you want anyways the voice so yeah exactly I yeah mean, yeah <clears throat> why not dude make an anime i would love it you know yeah oh um, dude, there can't be enough evil no. dead with bruce campbell no no I'll, I'll always want more. Yeah. Always, you know? So. Next up we get, we have here, Harvey Weinstein threatened to replace Peter Jackson with Quentin Tarantino on Lord of the Rings. Interesting. <laughs> Celebrating the 20th anniversary of Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, the Independent spoke to multiple people associated with the franchise, including Jackson's manager, Ken, Commons or Caymans and the actors Elijah Wood, Orlando Bloom, and Ian McKellen. It was during this interview that Caymans spilled the beans about the entire incident. Harvey would go from acting empathetically to turning on a dime and to Mr. Hyde and would threaten Peter. He'd threaten to get Quentin Tarantino to direct if Peter couldn't do it in one film that was two and a half hours which was the exact opposite of what he initially told us he wanted. Uh, Miramax acquired the rights to the uh, Tolkien books in the mid-90s and invested a few million dollars to commence the development of the films. However, it would soon turn out that the project was taking a direction very different from what Peter Jackson and his partners in production, Brand Walsh, had originally envisioned. As a result, they implored co-founder Weinstein to develop the project in other studios. Miramax decided to agree on two conditions. Jackson and co had to set up the pitch within the week and that the studio that decided to get on board had to agree to make all three films at once. Eventually the film was sold to new Line. Other than the issue of the film's runtime, Miramax had originally insisted on making two films out of the books instead of three. However, new line suggested that it be made into a trilogy instead. It was actually Bob uh, Shea, which is the New Line founder. It was his idea to do uh, three films instead of two. The original pitch was to do two films, and Bob goes, there's three books. Why do you only make two films? Apparently, Ken Kamins also was also taken aback by New Line's response to the project as it played into what they had envisioned for the fr- for, for the franchise. He said, Tolkien did your job for you. He wrote three books, so you have three movies. And I'm kicking Peter under the table, not believing what I'm hearing. They said yes on Monday, and we're out of pocket $12 million by Wednesday. Although it is a relief that the films did not follow Weinstein's vision of the franchise, it is still fun to wonder how the films would have looked at the hands of the Pulp Fiction director. Well, Could you Samuel imagine? L. Jackson would have played Gandalf, and he'd have been like, you shall not pass, motherfucker, you know? Yeah, right. I can't believe I'm they were giving him any grief, dude. Lord, all three Lord of the Rings movies made $2.9 billion. I mean, bank, dude. Billion. Brilliant. Yeah. But that would have been, I don't think that um, Quentin would have done it. No, not at all. He doesn't. Well, he's into, he likes to direct his movies. Yeah. He's not really into directing other people's stuff that's yeah yeah and i think that's smart man because like when you take someone's property and you know try yeah. to make it into a movie people are either gonna love it or they're gonna hate it they're gonna be a little bit of both 
Well, when it's yeah. your fucking script, it's like, well, I wrote it. I yeah. mean, uh, it's my yeah. vision. Yeah. Not like well, I took I mean, another he, vision and changed it. Well, people fucking hated on him for once upon a time in Hollywood because of how he portrayed. Um, oh, the girl. Bruce Willis. Yeah. Not Bruce Willis. Bruce Lee. Oh, Goddamn. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I mean, yeah. I don't think that they would have his... said that if Bruce Lee wasn't no. a bit of a dick. I mean, and you know, it would make sense that he'd be a little bit of a arrogant. A little bit He's of a fucking big Bruce Richard. Lee, you know? He could He's kill like, anybody. I could with kill one 10 hand. men with his finger, you know? And it's like, okay, cool. Yeah, it's like, whoa. Yeah. All right. All right <laughs> Get too old for this shit. Well, they also Riggs. got mad because, uh, oh, what's her name? Sharon Tate. Yeah. the girl, I can't remember the girl that played her, but. Margot Robbie. Yeah. They, apparently, she didn't have enough lines. Yeah, but it wasn't about her. It yeah. was about Rick fucking Dalton. <laughs> you know, like. And it's like, on. oh, yeah. And she also died, which they didn't do in the yeah. movie. Y'all have a problem with that? Yeah, like they beat the shit out of the hippies that was supposed to kill her. <laughs> yeah, like, like nah, it was something stupid, like Rex or Tex. That's yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a crazy. But, I don't think he would have done it. No, nah, I don't think so, man. That that was, they were just threatening, like. Yeah, and I bet Peter Jackson was like, "There's no goddamn way." He probably called yeah. Quentin, and he's was like, like, "Dude, hey, he called his bluff." Yeah. Because, dude, Legit. those movies were made between 2000 and 2003. They still yeah. hold up. Yeah, absolutely. Like, the, it's still, the CGI, everything's great. Like, Yeah. Could you, it would have been a lot more dialogue. Yeah. Not as much action. A lot of uh, staying in the same room for very long periods of time. It would have been very bloody. Yeah. Very bloody and more cussing. I kind of, I'd like I to watch those. See yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd watch it. Yeah, in a heartbeat, dude. Shit. Um, it, if I ever get in a position where I get to hop around and check out the different simulations, I'll be like, is this the one where they let Tarantino <laughs> direct uh, Lord of the Rings? Because I'd like to get a copy of that. Yeah, bring a copy back so we yeah, can do it on Blu ray. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it would be something weird. It's like in that in that universe, they don't have Blu-ray. It's like 8K. No, nah, dude, it's on VHS. Too. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's like 18 tapes. There was no it's porn, like so it didn't decide. Oh, my God. That's a good... I mean, that would be a fun universe to explore because you show up and you start putting porn out. Well, you know what I mean? Like, what is this? You like, set nobody the ever standard. thought to do that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> huh. Yeah, right. That's all they do where I'm from. Yeah. There's like half of the internet dedicated to, you know, like. Yeah, dude. Y'all haven't heard of this thing called like, OnlyFans? Porn decided <laughs> to go from VHS to DVD, from DVD to Blu-ray. That's how big it is. Yeah. Because everybody was like, is it going to be Blu-ray or is it going to be, what was the other one, HD? Yeah. DVD, yeah. And porn's like, we and can get way more Hollywood hours. back that. Yeah. I mean, there was movies released. Yeah, on HD, yeah. Yeah. You can still find them. Yeah, I've at, seen like, them, yeah. Drift I Rock. think I even have yeah. a couple. Yeah, I mean, why them, not? But... Yeah. Relics from the, past. the past. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So this is something that I'm not exactly happy about. All right. Even even though I haven't seen the film. No, they're remaking Train to Busan. Well, they're doing like an American? Yep. Why don't people just just watch the original? Exactly. From what I've heard, it's really good. Yeah, exactly. Says the upcoming remake of celebrated South Korean zombie flick Train to Busan has now confirmed to be titled The Last Train to New York. Along with the new title, Deadline has also revealed that the movie has also now been giving a release date of April the 21st, 2023, meaning that there is still a little while to wait before seeing how Warner Brothers Pictures plans to transport the claustrophobic horror over to the Western world. The word remake often sends a chill down the spines of cinema fans, but director Timo... I'm not um, even going to try it. Yeah. Has already responded to early criticisms of his vision for The Last Train to New York. The filmmaker has assured fans of the original Train to Busan that it will be worth it. Sharing some wise words from The Conjuring and insidious director James Wan, who will produce the project. When your at is suddenly filling up and it's more about Train to Busan remake, uh, he says, in James Wan's own word, words, Timo, Tom, Timo, I guess, we need to rise above and beyond everyone's expectations, just like other great remakes have done, such a such as the Ring or Dawn of the Dead hmm. remake. Who am I to let my boss down? Yeah, so, train those to are two on, good examples to throw out there, but yeah, I know. Uh, train to Busan came out in twenty sixteen. Uh, it chapter two in the Nun Rider. Gary Doberman is on board to pen the script for Train to Busan remake. Uh, and he he too has felt the need to respond to the woes and worries of horror movie fans. The writer has offered some insight into how he plans to approach the material, with Doberman intending to mix things up for an American audience. Though he did go on a reassurance, he did go on to reassure that these changes will not encroach on the superb original movie. Yes, I won't get more into that, but it's one of those movies that's so fucking great. It's so well done. You don't want to do anything that's going to be less than, Doberman said. I think we're certainly getting there. It feels like there's a reason to make the American version without ruining the experience of the original. I don't know, man. I mean, that's like, like train, I've heard Train to Busan's good. Great. I mean, I think there's a couple of them too. Yeah, I think there's two or three of them now. Yeah, but um, so we got a western. It's one of those, well, it's like, it's like, imagine why, Parasite. Why? That's what I was fixing yeah, to say. They like, take what? Parasite. It, yeah, put and it here in America. It. Yeah, I don't think it would be as good. I really, don't. I don't think so. No. I don't think so at all, man. Um, I think that it's, uh, it really doesn't make sense. Like if here's my thing, this is, this is how I envision everything. It's like, if you're going to consider bringing a, uh, Eastern film to the Western audience and, you know, remaking it or, or, you know, adapting it or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
why not just it came out in 2016 well dude, it's just like release it in theaters yeah exactly people yeah. loved it i ate it up yeah you don't so have just to remake re- it release the original in theaters now yeah just release it here instead of it coming straight to vod or dvd yeah give it a fucking theatrical release i guarantee you if you put train to boost on and you start promoting it now and let's say in six weeks you're gonna premiere it in theaters people your average moviegoer is not gonna have any fucking clue that this film came out five years ago nah. Or six years ago at the time that it would release. You know what I mean? So, like, what the fuck? It's just they want they... they want to double dip on it. The fact that it yeah. has come out, they're like, well, it's already been viewed by people, so they're not going to go to the theater and watch it. It's like, yeah, but a lot of people won't know. Yeah, exactly. So let them experience the original and then, like, decide from the response like yeah if the film gets praise and people like when parasite there's no reason to ever westernize that film that would take away from it because like we live different here yeah exactly than they do there so it just it wouldn't work the same no it would be a completely different film but i get it like release the original then if there's a big buzz about it, then you can have the fucking zombie mm. outbreak happen in America. It's the same, you know. Yeah. It'd be like the origin know, stories to it. like. Yeah. It just sucks, man, because there's some great, especially in Korea, man. There's some great shit happening over there. I think they do it better and than anybody. It feels that yeah, way. Yeah, when you it know? comes to with their shows. The weird. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just that out of the box thinking that. Yeah. Because, dude, if you if you told me, if you sat down and you were like, this is what Parasite's about. I'm like, that what? Yeah. Like, it doesn't wow. sound good. Because yeah. I tried to explain it to my grandparents. I was like, this is the, this is how it plays out. You know, they want to get a job. I explained the whole plot. Yeah. And they were like, uh. And I was like, ah, just watch it. Yeah. You, you just kinda have, have to have a hard time explaining that movie. Like. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's just weird choice, man. And I, I still want to get that in on foreign film February at some point. Cause we've been recommended that film by a lot of people, yeah. you know? So, uh, next up, Billy Zane wants to revisit the phantom in a legacy sequel. Man, it's about time. Yeah. Perhaps a bit of uh, a bit ahead of its time, the Phantom bombed in theaters as 1996 was not the time when superhero movies were anywhere near as popular as they are today. Nope. In subsequent years, the movie developed a cult following with its releases on home video. Now that there's been a superhero movie boom that's taken Hollywood, that's overtaken Hollywood, Billy Zane sees this as the perfect time to revisit. The Phantom, in fact, as the actor recently told comicbook.com, he considers the Phantom to be one to be the one role from his past he wants to revisit the most, perhaps with a legacy sequel where he gets to pass on the torch. This is what he had to say. To be honest, a Phantom return would be quite interesting. Twenty years later, it's a father to son business and a bit of a handoff. And I uh, dug him and I dug him because he didn't have superpowers, really. It was just kind of super humane. Again, that 
moral compass would be a nice reminder. So right out of the comic universe, I'd say that that character would be a hoot. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, why not? You know? Yeah. I'm seeing here. It only brought in 23 million, which yeah. is still probably pretty good for. Yeah. I don't know how much they spent, but for 96. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, why not? I mean, Billy Zane's not going to charge that much. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and then like get somebody in there that's like, Hey man, let's, uh, let's, let, let's do this. Says Billy Zane had originally signed on to star in two sequels to the movie, but those plans were shelved when the Phantom underperformed at the box office. 2008, there were rumblings of a new sequel that evolved into plans for a reboot, but that iteration of the project never made any traction. Another reboot nearly happened in 2014 when it was reported that producer Mark Gordon was developing a new adaptation. But, as with the previous attempts, this movie never saw the light of day. The Phantom 2 might finally happen given the factors that seem to lean in its favor. It certainly helps that Billy Zane is so eager to sign on, as legacy sequels have become both trendy and highly profitable in recent years. The movie's continued popularity with its cult following, coupled with the superhero movie craze, may also help the sequel's chances. Throw in the fact that Paramount is looking to beef up their Paramount Plus subscription service with exclusive content, and all of the right ingredients seem to be there to make this happen. Yeah, I'm I mean, seeing here that uh, the budget was $45 million, so I, it made 23 and they were like, uh-uh. Yeah, uh, um, we're good. Do you, do you think they'll... I mean, if they're going to make another one, though, are they, are they going to bring him back, or are they just going to... I can... Dude, yeah. it's been so long, I could just picture them just rebooting it, though. Well, I mean, I could see that happening as well, but I also think that, like... There's enough of a cult status there that if they if it gets rebooted, then you know the squeakiest you know wheels make the most noise on the internet. So yeah. you could have people that's like, dude, this is bullshit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, let's just bring like Billy Zane is someone that's always around. He's always available. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's almost like it's a no brainer. Yeah. They're not making like, another Titanic movie, so. Yeah. Like, th give him, like, $250, and he'll come back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you might not even have to pay him. You might and I like, I like Billy Zane. I think oh, yeah. that, like, with the right writers and directors, he's great. Yeah. But he also has a lot of opportunities to ham it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that if you get someone that's very passionate about the project and get him on board with it, get the right writers and directors, <clears throat> I mean, it could be a recipe for success, especially with the fucking Paramount Plus shit. Like, yeah. they could even do a series or something. You know what Ooh, I mean? Ooh, that would be good. Yeah. Like a show. I mean, do like, do like a nine, ten episode show yeah. and then show the passing of the torch and all that good stuff and then... You know, I, I'm ready for other studios to start doing what Disney's doing, where, like, let's get all these side stories and all this other stuff that's really good and really interesting content that doesn't really deserve to be a film, 
let's put them like let's put them on the streaming service and then let's like invest a lot of money into a really big budget action film. So, but anyway, we'll see. I wouldn't mind seeing it. I remember watching the Phantom when I was a kid. So, yeah. Um, and this is what I'm going to go out on here. Shang-Chi director, Shang-Chi 2 director wants Jackie Chan in the Marvel sequel. Makes sense. Oh, Shang. Yeah, right. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings 2 now confirmed to be in development. Returning director Destin Daniel Cretton or Creighton has begun has begun dreaming of which actors he could add to the Marvel sequel. Allowing his imagination to run wild, the filmmaker has come up with the perfect addition. Martial arts legend Jackie Chan. He said, I mean, if we could ever get Jackie into a movie, that would be a lifelong dream of mine. So, I mean, then it just goes into, you yeah. know. So here's something that I would, that it's coming to mind here. Um, Shang-Chi was not released in China. Yeah. Well, Mr. Chan, he's kind is of a very, yeah. 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 Very. So much so that he would possibly turn a movie roll down. Yeah. If the CCP didn't like it. Or, or that could be their way to get that movie into China. Because yeah. if he's in it, it's releasing there. Well, there would and just be might... certain things. They would be like, okay, well, if he's going to be in it, then you can't do this or that. Or yeah, they'd have people look it over. But would you picture him playing like a villain? Yes. Yeah. I you don't. I we mean... don't get too many Jackie Chan playing the bad guy. I don't have we ever. I don't think I've ever seen him play a bad guy. No. So it'd be but nice like, to see him do the heavy. Yeah, dude. And they could have him be like a long term villain, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they could legit have him be the long term villain for Shang-Chi. They could introduce him in the sequel. They could set him up, set his character up, have him be a straight badass, and then let that continue on into the third film. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not, you know? He's definitely got the pull. Yeah, for sure. I, I Honestly, I would love to see that. Yeah. Um, You know, and like Jackie Chan, like I would love if Shang-Chi was almost like a swan song or like, you know, whatever you want to call it, like an it's already kind of an homage to Kung Fu films. Mm-hmm. Well, let's bring some of those guys into it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I would love to see them bring in Jet Li. Jet Li, yeah. You know, Jackie Chan, the dude from The Raid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, bring some of these guys in here. Like, you need villains. You need people. We've, we're going to at least make two more films. There's plenty of room. You know, everybody can eat. Yeah. Could you imagine a film where Jackie Chan's the bad guy and Jet Li's the right hand? Yeah. Like two of the greatest martial arts film, you know, characters or actors, Mm -hmm. I guess you could say, like working together as villains. What? 
you know? Yeah, and it's like, you mean Jackie Chan's a bad guy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would take the world by storm, dude. You know how much money that movie would make? Just because he's playing a villain? Yeah. I would love it. I hope that they get it done, man. And I would love to see this released in China because I would love to see what China's response to the film well, would it's be. Not I fair think that, that they don't get to watch it. Yeah, I, I mean, think it's they a would great love movie. It. Like, well, and, and two, yeah. it's like, you know, this is now they're in the, you know, you're in the MCU. We got martial arts, like, yeah, you know, everybody gets a turn. This yeah, is their exactly turn, right. and then they're like, we don't want it released here. And it's like that's kind of fucked up. Yeah, right. I don't know, man. I hope it happens. We'll see, but I really do hope that that happens. I watched uh, the guy that plays Shang Chi. I yeah. watched his uh, Hot Ones episode last night. So he good on there? Yeah, yeah, it was good. He did it, man. He did it. He made it all the way through. Yeah. I also Fuck watched yeah. the Tom Holland one. Yeah. Of course, he was—he's the newest one since Spider Man came out, dude. He—he he double. He ate two bites off of every wing. Holy shit. He was like, I'm not going to drink any of the milk, dude. By the time they hit the bomb, he's like, I need more milk. <laughs> oh, he was sweating. He said, I need these oh. wings. Like, He's like, I need to do like a thing where you guys were like, if I have to do a crying scene, I just eat some yeah. of these wings. Cause... <laughs> <laughs> but he did it. He made it to the end. Fucking Both right, dude. Good for him. You know? Yeah. So, because I don't know if I'd be able I, to do it, we should do it. I don't want to, I don't like hot stuff on the pod. The what, what are we talking about? The hot wing challenge. I'm not doing it. The hot ones. Oh, that ain't shit, man. Just don't do the one, <laughs> chip. just don't do the one chip challenge, man. Anybody tells y'all to try that pocket chip or whatever, you tell them to go fuck themselves. You know what? I started to do, they were selling those at the gas station one day. Yeah, and I knew it was going to be a slow day at work. I started to buy some. It's like whoever eats this chip can go, go home, home early. Oh god! But I figured, I figured oh, I'd get fired. Yeah, get I'll, I'll put it this way, Griffin: if somebody comes in and is like, "Hey, man, I'm going to do this," the first thing you should tell them is, "You can't go home if you get sick." Yeah, and I'm going to record it. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I saw somewhere somebody used the the bomb sauce for something. Like they used it as like a, an ingredient, and I'm like, "Fuck!" Oh, I remember it was good. I, I, I think it was uh, the the Google Foods YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. This motherfucker's always dry aging shit with like yeah. <laughs> like weird ingredients so, and stuff. The new sauce, and this was the end of season sixteen. The new last dab, the skull yeah. count is to be determined. That's how high it is. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! And here's here, here's the thing, man. It's not the heat that gets you. It's the gut rot that follows. Yeah. Because like, your stomach's like, get it the fuck out. On the on that Pocky chip, man, it says on there, it's like, it has something called gut slash. And I'm like, oh, that's just, you know, that's just a hype it up part of the packaging. No, dude. Even after the heat subsided, because just like any spicy food, man, after about 30 minutes, you're good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh. And it's the same way with the chip. You're like, whoa, that that was disgusting. That was like so hot it was gross. But then you have like this feeling like, 
I feel like like an alien was trying to like a chest burster was forming in my <laughs> fucking in your gut. gut. It, dude, it hurt, dude. I ate that chip at eight o'clock in the morning, which was a mistake. I know, but I didn't like that gut pain I had. It didn't let up till after lunch, man. Like it was way past like one o'clock, and I was like, I'm still feeling that fucking chip. Mm. I need to go to bed. <laughs> the the hot wings challenge. I think y'all would be surprised because some of those flavors, yeah, there's there's a little heat to them, but a lot of them are really fucking good though, man. Yeah, I draw the line at the bomb. I'm not going. Yeah, oh, every, everything that, that's, that's underneath all that. I was gonna say underneath the bomb. Yeah, as far as how their lineup goes, you're fucking golden, man. Hmm. But after that, it just becomes like a gag. Yeah, it's like you're just, it's, it's yeah. At that point. Yeah. I got something to run by you, Trav. Okay. Um, Jackie Chan, Shang-Chi villain. What do you think? I mean, I'm surprised he hasn't shown up in like Iron Fist or like any of the, you know what I mean? Oh yeah, I know. Exactly I always, I always thought he would have he would have made a good uh, iteration of Stick. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, training old Murdoch well, and shit. Before you came back, he read an article where the filmmaker for Shang Chi wants to get Jackie Chan in the sequel. Yeah. So I brought it up. Be, so right, be I was chance. like, wait a minute now. Remember how China was like, mm, we're not Shang-Chi coming out here. If China tells Jackie Chan he can't be in Shang-Chi too, then he won't do it. Yeah. He just won't do it. Yeah, it, I think he's an actual member of yeah. the Communist he's Party. Of not to get political, but I think he like he's like for real, like he shows up to meetings yeah. and shit. Well, he's a national treasure. Yeah. So, I mean, of course they dude, use him to, you know. I mean, if our country made Rumble in the Bronx, I would all be in favor for Chan being a national treasure. <laughs> Which we but, did. Never mind. Forget I said that. Terrible analogy. Yeah, I would be cool with Chan being. He would. I wanted to see him as a villain. That's the yeah. one thing he's never, never given seen us. him play a bad yeah. guy. Was he? You remember that trailer we saw that had him in it and Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he a bad guy in that? I think that's more just East meets West to find the common ground, you know? Yeah. Um, But I'm talking serious villain. No goofy. Yeah. You leave the campy stuff to Shang-Chi. Jackie Chan's serious as fuck. Dude, I would love a fucking movie where Chan's the head of the Yakuza. And we're not talking like PG-13 bullshit. Like, motherfuckers get decapitated in front of him. And he just has that stern look like... Motherfucker, go get me, get me Sean Chi. I said that it would be awesome since Shane Chi is basically going to be the, you know, uh, Eastern representation of, you know, that culture and everything. Like, let's bring in fucking, like, yeah. all the martial arts greats over the last several years. Like, let's have Jackie Chan be the villain. And I was like, Jet Li is his right hand. You know what I mean? Oh, dude. And then, like, let's get the fucking dude from the raid involved. 
No, like, I mean, he. I think he would play. He he would be. He would he would seem like the candidate that would actually end up being the villain in Shang Chi too. Yeah, right. He's already been a villain in one film we watched. So, uh, and he's a villain in um the new Expendables film because. Him and Statham. Uh, there's another one. Shot. Yeah, there's another one coming out, and him, <laughs> him and Statham had a fucking throwdown. That's like, right. That was they one got of the... into it. Or dude, what if like I know that the role's already kind of more or less been taken by Jeffrey Wright, but it would be interesting if Jackie Chan played one of the Watchers. Yeah. Like you have just like. Like have like the different watchers conversing on on uh you know, you know they're talking to, like because Jeffrey Ratsuwatu, which is the main one we're always gonna see, but yeah. have all these watchers show up and let that just be a moment where like the, like you know you get some powerhouse names to voice them for a second, you know. Yeah. Wouldn't have to pay them a whole lot of money. You'd only be using their voice, but it'd be one of those little like you know. Like, a reference to the 90s at large, like, man, here's all your fucking heroes, man. They're the Watchers. Like, they watch the Marvel Universe. I don't know, like, trying to be all poetic and shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm still waiting for him to get Tom Cruise in a Marvel film, so, you know. It'll happen. I know. Dude, what if Tom Cruise played Black Bolt? I could see that. Yeah. I mean, he wouldn't have really much dialogue, but I could see Tom Cruise playing Mister Fantastic. That—that's too on. I mean, I feel like that's too on the nose. He would love because, of course, he would. He's fantastic, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm doing my all my stunts, yeah. and they're like, Yeah, but this guy's oh, arms man. like stretch, and he's yeah, like, I'm fucking a, doing it. We have a thing Let's... where we're gonna put you in like ten movies, so we really don't want nothing to happen to you, <laughs> or dude. Or, ha- or 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 allow me to do a Griffin flip that wasn't even necessary, but have it to where Tom Cruise plays flip. Doom. Mm-hmm. Have yes. Tom Cruise play Doctor Doom and let like someone like George Clooney play Mister Fantastic, like old man Reed Richards. That would be awesome. I think Cruise would be a good Doctor Doom. I think you would too. They'd have to get him some stilts, but it's fine. Uh, they have ways of making hey. people look tall on camera. Yeah. Shoot yeah. up. They also dig out a. In, in movies like his movies, they've had to do this where they dig a trench for the camera to sit down in. Yeah. So it's a little bit under you. <laughs> Whatever it takes, man. Tom Cruise, he's such a. A, a star man he's got his own little ditch digging crew that makes him look taller in movies you know <laughs> like they come into a little neighbor like a nice little town they're gonna shoot in and they the come in and they're crew? like we gotta like take the road out right here we'll replace yeah. it but he picks up his tom cruise phone and it's just a phone with his picture on it yeah and he's like get me the wrecking crew when he when it rains <laughs> it goes it's tom it's tom time to wreck you know the cruise crew, dude. That's it. The cruise um, crew. <laughs> let's let's do some fan casting for a minute. 
But let's do it the other way around. Like, let's pick an actor, and what do you like? Like, we all just kind of round table. Who would they? Be, what, what would they be good as? And why? Uh, Nick Cage. Any kind of Marvel character. Well, Nick Cage has already played a. Uh... Yeah, but oh, we're going to ignore all that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I'm trying to think of some. Now, granted, I feel like these are old actors now. Of course, like they're not the, they're not someone from some fucking show that's on right now that some teeny boppers watching. Uh, let's see. Oh man, the Sentry Johnny, Johnny Depp as Mephisto. Would, oh, dude, uh, yeah, kind of got the look, doesn't he? Him. Dude, yeah. clutch move. Oh, yeah, yeah. Give a shout out to Heavy Spoilers for thinking that Mephisto yeah. was going to be in every episode of WandaVision, but she wasn't. Yeah, she wasn't. <laughs> Let's see. We'll eventually get him. Well, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think who are who are some big name actors that haven't crossed over into Marvel yet. Ben Affleck. I was thinking Ben Affleck, Matt Damon. Oh, Matt Damon's our. What? Matt Damon was in uh, Eternals. Ragnarok. That's kind of, that's kind, oh. of that's kind of throwaway though. Yeah, but. I, mean, I think right. that's as far as he wants to go with it, though. He's busy making movies that. What about fucking? We got a Transformer. Oh, Mark Wahlberg. We got a Transformer. Leonardo Let's DiCaprio see. would have to play some type of villain, like some serious. I, I think Leonardo DiCaprio should be cast as the MCU's version of Green Goblin. That would be great. Yeah. But play him like legitimately. Play him straight. Oh, oh he's gonna play it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Or, or how about this? We ha- you have Jeremy Irons as Green Goblin, and you have Leo as Hobgoblin. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, yeah. I don't know, man. I feel like, uh, or who who should play Galactus? Hmm. Will Smith. I'm just kidding, joking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Welcome to Earth. I'm hungry. Um. I think that you cast uh, Superman. Henry Cavill? Yeah. As Galactus? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like he could remove himself enough from the real world to do it. Because that's a crazy fucking character. I mean, all you need is the voice. You motion cap, like, from his, you know, from his waist up, pretty much. Um, he's got that solid chin. I mean, that's all you need is a good voice and a solid chin. So. Or Jeffrey Dean Morgan. We got us a fucking badass earth over here. 
Oh man. Uh, <laughs> what about Zale? I mean, when Zale? Yeah. I think Zale would be cast perfectly as a cosmic oddity. You know how they cast Goldblum? Oh yeah. In Rack. I think that yeah, Zale would fit someone. In yeah. That yeah. But, I mean, it's like we don't know what they're going to do with the X-Men. So yeah. we can, we don't know if they're going to pull the X-Men into the MCU well, through the multiverse that stuff. And the way things are looking right now, a lot's yeah. about to happen. Yeah, yeah. A lot's about to happen. See, I hate it because you guys have a little more knowledge than no. I do right now. <laughs> I just ain't got nothing to do with that. Well, I mean, dude, with, with Doctor Strange coming out, Mm-hmm. You know what's Lucky. happening with Hawkeye? They're talking about Fantastic Four. They're fucking, you know, you yeah. know, X Men's happening. Yeah, it's happening. They're building up to that. Like that's the. I really, 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 really hope that they pull at least like the you know new class or whatever it was. The younger version of the X-Men, I hope that they just straight pull them into it as they are already. Yeah. Like, right. bring we, fucking... Yeah, we've already seen all that shit. We don't need to do it again. Yeah. Well, I hope that they pull them into it, and there's a fucking fight, dude. I mean... But... I don't know. That's what I hope happens. I mean, we've been talking about this for like years at this point. And like they have a great Fox had a great cast for X-Men. Especially the younger like the older versions were great too, but the younger versions of the characters. Um just like sign those people up and make that shit fucking happen, dude. And do Avengers versus X-Men as like your big, you know, mid arc thing, kind of like Civil War, but make it bigger. Yeah, there's I mean, already I been wanna... um, talk that um, Christian Bell might be playing Mephisto. Um, Chris, Christian Bell? Yeah. I thought he was playing Og or whatever. Oh, I don't know. He's playing the villain in Thor. Thor, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was seen on set. Yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis would be a good pick, but I don't think he would do it. That's why I went with He would go full method. Yeah. He would be trying to, like, go to hell. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Could you fucking imagine? My boy! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Don't. Toy with me, my festo. <laughs> Y'all want to watch some trailers? We got some good ones this week, man. We do have some good trailers. I mean, Trav, I think that, that, that there's two trailers in here that I know for sure are bangers. Yeah. I can tell you which okay. two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure bangers. Damn near gangbangers. 
I mean, one of them definitely looks like gangbangs are happening. Let me guess. Get big gold dick. I mean, brick. Um, I haven't seen that probably. No. <laughs> but I'm down no, to watch it. it. I saw the thumbnail. Yeah, right. I mean, you know who that is. You know? <laughs> so what is this welcome to Rexate? Rexum? Wexum? Yeah. It's never oh, seen. I just in. saw. Oh, I just saw the other two. I think I know what you're talking about now. Docu series with Rob and Ryan. They're getting two seasons. Well, you know they got a. They this... got that football team now. Like is a soccer a... team. Yeah. Oh yeah. European is, football. Is this? Is this wood trailer? Is this screenshot our boy Adrian Sad Eyes Brody? Yeah. 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 Like, okay. He's in the jacket again, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he just couldn't get out of that fucking board. He would be good in the MCU. Oh, my God. He yeah. would, right? He's... He's a piano player. He's crying. Anyway. Yeah, I got <laughs> the this pianist. teaser. Yeah, let's peep this, man. This looks pretty cool. You ready, Trev? Yeah. Three, two, one, play. What? <laughs> They've been teasing that for a minute. I'm interested to see what that's like. That's, yeah, that's going to be good. That's going to be good. Like, I'm not this even next... sure that they really bought a football team. I think it's all about being fucking part of the show. Like, it's a fake team? That's what it seems like. Yeah, yeah. But they're selling okay it because it's a docu-series, right? Yeah. So it's a show, but they're selling it as it's not a show. It's real. Like, Dude, what if just they fucking hire... Vinnie Jones yeah. <laughs> to be the fucking coach, dude. Yeah, you fucking Muppets. He's like fucking raising hell, threatening to kill people and stuff. That's what I want to see. We're going to pull your tongue out through your fucking throat. He's like, I've got 20 people in my Call of Duty clan. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? You know? All right, this is one of the trailers, Trav. The Righteous right. Gemstones Season 2 official trailer, dude. Returns January the 9th. I I'm can't so wait. Been needing this in my life. Yeah. Y'all ready? Just wait. Just wait until you see what's happening here, Trav. Bigger and better. Yeah. Got I'm ready. ready. Budget, you know? Yeah. Like, How much money y'all need? And they were like, yes. <laughs> All right, three, two, one, play. <laughs> nah, I do a good job, too, Daddy. Hit me, Daddy. 
<laughs> Played out pastrami. It's funny that oh, they're God. working that in. Eric Andre, I'm down. Lady <laughs> Billy's coming back. Eric Roberts. <laughs> oh, God. About to get real rush more up in here. Oh, he caught wind of the video. I love when Adam goes down into the nightclub to save his goth yeah. friend and he pulls that shit off him. He goes, I'm still so hot. <laughs> the baby. This is funny. <laughs> I can't wait. I love it because I feel like they're going to lean into the Yellowstone popularity. Yeah. They kind of spoof it a bit. I'm good with it. That first season was meant. Yeah. Adrian Brody clean. Is this a drug movie? You got the keyboard? Thriller movie, it says here. Oh. Thriller. IFC. That, that makes some decent stuff from time Sometimes. to time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm ready, though. Do good, Trav. Yeah, man. Three, two, one, play. Like Detroit. Tell me what you know about time travel. Oh, he's trying to stay clean. He's. Oh. Oh, look who it is. I bet you he killed that woman's little kid. So you're going to go taxi driver?
He does. Mm. With a fucking the goddamn wrench, dude. Like a monkey wrenched him. Hit him with that crescent. Blow Steve on the wall. The fat guy, the bald dude. Yeah. He's really, really good on Boardwalk Empire. Plays a real piece of shit. A silent shotgun, like I think this is like taxi driver through the roof. Boom. Don't look bad. I mean, <clears throat> looks like a good round them up movie, you know. I was gonna say it looked like taxi driver in the ghetto, but Taxi driver took place in the ghetto, so you know. I mean, this is this movie is what would have happened if like McConaughey would have just turned around and fucking True Detective <laughs> instead of run. <laughs> like, yeah. this is what would have happened. All right, this Look. is the other trailer, Trav. This is this, number five trending. This is supposed to be a banger. This is the guy that directed The Lighthouse. Uh, I don't know. You don't know? That's lightning, that's lightning in a bottle, man. It's a different man. kind of movie. Yeah. Like, let's just let's watch you it. You see the trailer. I'll, I'll, yeah, yeah. Let me pick up what you put down, man. All right. Three, two, one, play. And it's got a scars art in it, dude. It's already print money. Own reference. Well, Ethan Hawk action. You want to go home? You want to go to fucking Mahala? Oh man, you had to show me Defoe. I'm good to go. Defoe's playing the fool in this movie. His character is something the fool like. This shot is so cool. So, of course, he's got to see his dad die, right? To come into his own. Oh, this is going to be revenge as fuck. Yep. That's the Scars Guard, right? Yeah. Is he playing the lead? Oh, okay. I learned some hellish ways, my man. Got the Queen's Gambit in it. You must choose. Oh, we're going with hate. Yeah. Choose your weapon. I choose my fist. That's the chick from New Mutants, ain't it? Yeah. That's cool. Oh, yes. Look at him, dude. 
Odin. Fuck you. I just here's what I like about it, man. Like after he did the lighthouse, he's doing something like this. It's kind of different. Like, like he's I not just... just doing another like strange movie. Yeah, get pigeonholed as that guy. It only makes weird movies. Like, dude, when he catches that fucking spear, so cool. like I was sold. Yeah. <clears throat> it looks like it's gonna have some trippy elements oh, in yeah, in it, you know. Trippy. But I think but it, this might be the best role that that Skarsgård's ever going to play. Well, I mean, it looks like they're they're taking the idea that, like, you know, the spirit vision. Like, he's yeah. not going crazy. It's just how, well, he's going crazy, but it's how, you know, how a fucking Norseman would probably go crazy. And it's like a blend of, like, you know, people lose their mind in the, the fucking... Appalachian South of America here and you know motherfuckers claiming they've seen angels gods yeah. telling them to do this no like same same, no same concept yeah. yeah well and Corey said you know because he watched the trailer with us the other night and he said that he really hopes that they lean into the you know historical accuracies to where like you know the uh, they use psychedelics pretty heavy and oh, that, I'm sure the, there'll be a tent sequence. Well, that, always, you it know, looked like it was that scene where they're around the fire fucking chanting. Yeah. There was something like, going once on you there. Drink, Somebody drank yeah. some tea, you know? Something. Yeah, yeah, it's like it, it's one of the things where it's like, when you drink this, yeah. you will know what to do. You don't like, know nothing about the toad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> about the toad. They're doing the toad. Yeah. Nothing about the toad, Joe Rogan. But, but I, I'll I'll fucking I'll watch it. I'll throw my hat in the basket. Well, this this is what I'm gonna say about it. The witch came out. It was all right. I, we still need to do a pot about that. The lighthouse came out and like fucking made me want Pattinson. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something that I never thought would fucking happen. I never thought I'd hear made you say me that. Want, yeah, like, like yeah, like lighthouse. Honestly, it kind of it, it reinvigorated like my faith in uh just genuine acting yeah exactly mm. yeah so like, now now he's doing something on such a big scale yeah, big budget action. yes so um if he can if he can knock this out of the park he's he's gonna be the next nolan yeah i think the a lighthouse like dude that was like he's one hell of a filmmaker well, like, well, Edgar seems to be the top that's, like, simple storytelling to a degree. Like, a simple concept of what's going on. Pull him in visually. But he's, yes. Yeah, his vision is like, good. He, like, he's got, he's good at visually building his world. Yeah, and his imagery. Is, didn't Edgar's have anything to do with the Green Knight? I don't think so. Like he wasn't a producer. He wasn't someone in the like. The, I guess the more b- behind the scenes stuff. It's kind of like, yo, you need to get this movie made. Like, let's see. Let me look. Robert Eggers. Because the Green Knight seems very, you know, it seems in the uh, same fucking boat. You know. I no, I mean he's credit. got. No. Uh, so it looks like it was torn. It looks like it was played right out of his book, though. Yeah, it was real eight two four. 
Yeah. 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 And that film has a, a tinge of A24ness to it, even though it I don't does. think that they're. Yeah. That's what I was thinking when I was watching it the other night. I was like, this is an A24. It's a different production company. But I think, dude, yeah. if you get a chance to work with the guy that did The Lighthouse, you'd let the motherfucker make the movie he wants to make. Yeah. You know what I mean? You that don't get involved. Was, he, he was able to win awards using like OG aspect ratio. And black and white. Loud. Yeah. And, and told, you know. And it wasn't boring at all. Like, yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. I'm excited. Like, people that watch those type of movies that, that come, that walk away from it being like, man, that sucked. Like, they were probably trying to, like, social drink watching it. Fucking, like, you know what I mean? Like, those are movies that's like, yeah, they're a little out there, but, like, you need to sit and pay yeah, attention and get into movie. it. Fuck no. Yeah. And I, I definitely wouldn't, I wouldn't even really chalk it much up as a date movie either. It's like, you don't watch those movies till you've been with the person for a minute. Yeah. Like. You don't want to put your weird out there too quick. Yeah. No. You don't you show still, them the bush. You, you want to make them think you still think Fast and Furious is some crazy shit. Mm. I don't know if I'm going to go that far with You're it. You for but... sure don't show <laughs> well, the bush on the first date. No, dude. They find out you're well, that they may never come back. You never know. Well, well, well. You know how like they, you know how like you see the whole thing where people will be like, "Man, I got this phone, this call, I gotta take it." Blah 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 blah. You beat them to the punch. Like you want them just as gone as they yeah. want to be gone. So you cut the boosh on to beat them to it. That'll do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you like if you're sitting in someone's living room and they cut and you cut the bush oh, on and you're starting and you with ain't the already, first season, yeah, and you yeah. ain't about that. You're not life. starting with uh, one of the later seasons, which is what they did when it aired here in America. Like yeah. if you, you're like, starting like with if, the fucking kangaroo killaroo like, episode. Uh, if someone cuts the bush on and they haven't talked to you about the bush, they want you out of their house. Like, how do you know he yeah. wants him to leave? And you hear it in the background, find the guts to kill a roo. They're like, is this a musical? Like, You're like, something like that. Shut up, I'm listening. Yeah. Like, like the person call, like, legitimately calls the person, and, you know, they pick up there at the person's house. And they're like, so what do you, so did y'all have a good dinner? Yeah, so what do y'all do? We're back at his house. And all of a sudden, in the background, you hear, future sailors. Like, I, <laughs> I think I'm going to be. You want to go get some coffee? Did you like... tell it stole away? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, we got fucking... We got Wonder Woman here, right? And Death on the Nile. The Nile, you get it? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the new Nile documentary looks dope. All right. And I am talking about the band. Let's see here. Three, two, one, play. A short trailer. Diana, you've saved the world three times. Is that the King's speech? Is that is that Russell Brand? <laughs> is there gonna be a mystery who murdered who thing going on here I 
That's Russell Brand. That was for sure Russell Brand. Yep. Thank God we have the best detective on the boat. Yeah. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Daniel Craig did it better. That new ghost song sounds weird. And it turns out to be her. You lie in my face. Classic Who Did It movie, man. Yeah, I enjoy watching. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy watching films like that, so I will definitely be peeping that. Never again. All right, this next film, I'm pretty excited about it. I'm not gonna lie. Uh I made. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's got fucking Daniel Radcliffe in it, dude. Wait, what? Are we looking at the same trailer? The Lost City? Yeah, The Lost City. You'll see. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Say no more, fam. All right. Three, two, it. one, play. All right. A little trailer introduction. Like they're they're letting you see their <laughs> chemistry. <laughs> He's a perfect little third wheel. Yeah. Sandra Bullock does not age. No. Perfect for the role, dude. You've had some cliff notes. Yeah. 
Have you ever seen Shang-Chi? I'm gonna rescue her. Look at him. That's gonna be funny, dude. Yeah. That's gonna be real funny. He's already proven that he can do that. Yeah. And here we are, dude. Uh, 2021, and she's still playing that role. Yeah. I've seen her do it never so many thought times. I'd see like, Sandra, never, never thought in a million years I'd see Sandra Bullock tell another actor to get their head out of that with its head up, this, up her ass. They're going to fall in love. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> that looks great. I mean... I like I mean, what they're making fun of. That's a that's yeah. a that's a funny idea. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a good little like rom com, you know, date night movie, man. And Channing Tatum, I mean, you know, yeah. All right, what's going what, on? With this fucking skull. What has fucking what has Glenn Danzig gotten himself into? Mother, <laughs> I'm ready. The new Papa Emeritus looks fucking sick. All right, three, two, one, play. Get that aspect ratio out. Is that full screen? Oh, okay. Nope. Powder, dude. What the fuck have they done to the Goonies, guys? Damn. It looks uh interesting. Where'd they get the thumbnail? That wasn't even in the video. I know, right? They just Google searched demon. Blue-eyed, face-painted motherfucker. It's 
This next one's got Charlie Day in it. That's why. I mean, you know. Fucking Charlie. It's got Scott Eastwood in it. I mean, come on, dude. I hope it's going to be clapped. a rom-com. hope he's clapped out on a cigar. Yeah, it will be, dude. Jenny Slate. Yeah. <laughs> that giveaway. All right, I'm, three, I'm, I'm ready. Two, one, play. Damn. And they happen to run into each other? Yeah. That's what I do when I get a glass of water at night. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just, just chug yeah, it. Yeah, I'll buy another one. Oh. Are they going to try to get them back? Yeah. Yep. They're going to spend all can. the movie focusing on the past. Then they'll fall in love. Yeah. Because they're perfect for each other. <laughs> Got that right. <laughs> I want you back. Could get the rights to the Michael Jackson version, but that's okay. Yeah, right. <laughs> that sounds like the Temptations. I mean, a little, little rom com action. All right, we got fucking brazen or brazen. Brazen. Alyssa Milano? Mm hmm. I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one, play. Uh, and then that happens to her. 
Do you read Sutter Cade? Oh God, a fucking Nora Roberts book. Your sister was a whore, and your mother smelt of elderberries. <laughs> Or kill room action. Edward's voice sounded weird, didn't it? Yeah. Sound like a robot. Or I will do it for you. Apparently a Pornhub account, too, according to this movie's logic. I think it was OnlyFans, dude. It's going to be one of those where it's like, do you know about so-and-so? Yeah, man, I subbed. I put a two-month sub down. I don't want to talk about it. Dig. Did get shit for it. Chosen. Well, you love me, Alpha. Sorry. I'm ready when y'all are. Oh, yeah. Alright, three, two, one, play. Was you? I like the soundtrack. What? This might be a little sleeper banger over here. The cosmic oh, that's dude from that's dude from fucking uh, blood machines. Yeah, that was the pilot or the younger pilot. 
Shit look crazy. I mean, I mean, oh, that's just brick. That's like big gold. What? Yeah, right. Let's do it. Is that Megan? Megan Fox? It's Megan Fox, dude. Megan. I like this comment that they even pinned. Hello, men of culture, here for the f- thumbnail. Mm-hmm. Why, hello, I mean, you sir, know. You know? <laughs> yeah. Good day to you, sir. Yeah. Bobbledy flee. Right, here we go. Three, two, one, play. <laughs> oh. All right. What's happening? God damn. Heard that. Movie won't make any sense till the very end. So Megan Fox is in here for like a second. Yeah. Oh, there she is. Dude, this this guy looks familiar. He sounds like Polly Shore. Oh, I see this fucking dude. Lords of Chaos. That's what he was in. Yeah. Is that Euronymous? I think that's the guy who played Varg, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Oh, that's it's the Varg actor? It is. Same wig. Yeah, he played Varg. Oh, he looked familiar. This looks like someone's attempt at making their version of Lebowski. It looks fucking crazy, but I definitely want to check it out. You know what I mean? Like, random laid-back chill dude is just on this weird-ass odyssey. Yeah. Called Big Gold Brick. So next week. Well, I know that it's going to be a huge letdown for everybody because we were supposed to watch 8-Bit Christmas. But, uh, but the Matrix comes out tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, I think, I mean, are we going to pull a double, guys? Because I'm going to be getting my watch in a Spider-Man tomorrow night. Uh, can we do a double? We might have to... <laughs> Good. Well, well, well dude, there's right. a lot that needs to be talked about. Yeah, and I just don't know. I mean, I, I mean, we I, could I, do we that, call... but, but you know, maybe cut out movie views and. I mean, let's. Here's what I'm going to propose. Next week we do. The Matrix, Spider-Man, Hawkeye, Dexter out. Yeah, no trailers. No, no trailers. We'll, we'll, we will we'll be covering watch what trailers uh, come out the week after. 
Yeah. We will be we will be covering the finale of Hawkeye, just so y'all know. It was only a six episode run, so tomorrow's episode's gonna be That's it. Yep. Fuck, dude. How are they gonna tile this shit up? All right. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. It's gonna be a lot, yeah, of I lot think... going on. Yeah. And I think that we should like we should hit it Matrix first and then Dexter. Yeah. Right. And then we'll cover the Marvel stuff because, I mean, I said we go, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I, yeah. I say we go movie, movie, show, show, movie. Yeah, I'm cool with that. End it with a mess. Tell the listeners the towels are in the hallway. Yeah. Throw <laughs> them a twenty. Yeah. yeah. Water's in the tap. Sandwich meat in the fridge. Yeah. Be gone by four. Yeah. Don't be here when I, I get home. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the Spider-Man section is going to have a lot. Yeah. I, and the Matrix is yeah. going to have a lot. It's going to be like it, it could. It could be. Yeah. It could be a Megasode. Yeah. It, it's the it's sure the end of the year Megasode. Is it? Yeah, it is going to be the end of the year episode. Oh, it's Holy our new shit. year. Yeah. Yeah. So that's this week. Me. This is Christmas here. Yeah, so, uh, real Merry the Christmas. the real state uh, end of year ultra super mega episode. What a great episode! The Matrix, yeah, I mean, Spider Man, and y'all know the Matrix ain't gonna be a downer. It's not. I don't know, man. Like <laughs> I don't. I don't know. So. I think I think I'm gonna have a hell of a lead in we'll to pull it off. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean just what the fuck I'm gonna pull out of my ass to be like what we're doing with you. Ah. But yeah. I'm a, yeah, let's do it, man. Thanks so much.